0: Welcome to the Industry Insights by SAP podcast series. I'm delighted to host this podcast and share key trends and innovations for each of the 25 industries we serve. At SAP, we like to say that we speak the language of our customers, and this language is industry. We've been supporting all industries for more than 50 years now, and it's exciting to launch this podcast and discuss with industry experts the business value that they get from our solutions. Hi everyone, welcome to the Industry Insights by SAP podcast. My name is Tom Raftery, and with me on the show today I have my two special guests, Stephanie and Timothy. Or Tim, should I call you? Yes, please. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephanie and Tim, will you would you like to introduce yourselves? Maybe Stephanie go
1: first. Sure thing. So hi, my name is Stephanie Craig. I'm our director of marketing here at Success Factors for SAP. I support our HXM line of business. And so some of you might not know what HXM is. So let me help clarify a little bit. So HXM is a set of tools and a philosophy that really focuses on putting the employee at the center of everything. So what does that mean? You know, no more HR compliance driven calendars and no more regulations, although there's a lot of that still that exists. Uh, We're just really focused on the employee experience. And so When you're focusing on the employee experience, you and your organization ultimately will win. And I'm excited to talk a little bit about how that will translate to the trucking industry here today. And Tim, I'll pass it over to you.
2: Yep. Thanks, Stephanie. So Tim Motter, um, part of the Industry Business Center of Travel and Transportation, SAP. We have about 25 or more uh, industries that we support. And it could be retail, oil and gas, Um, even sports, uh, mining operations, things of that nature. Um, In the travel and transportation industry, we focus in on the carrier side, ocean carriers, the rail carriers, the 3PLs or freight forwarders, and as well as trucking. So our job, our role is to help those customers understand how they can take advantage of the various solutions that SAP provides, whether that be in HXM. Finance, asset management, uh, procurement, and or their operational side, supply chain side.
0: Okay, fantastic. And uh, it, it's it's interesting that you mentioned ocean carriers because I had a podcast on my digital supply chain podcast last week where I published an episode about ocean carriers, and it was really interesting because it's a topic I knew very little about, and during the podcast I discovered absolutely how little i knew about it because i learned loads and today we're going to be talking about trucking and i suspect it's going to be a similar situation because i know very little about trucking and i suspect i'm a, i'm about to find out just how little i know and probably find out that i know even less than i thought i knew so maybe start off by giving us some background on the trucking industry you know what what's that all about
2: so yeah great question so if you look at transportation general, transportation warehousing in North America, and we'll stick with that uh, for now as, a, as the framework, there's six and a half million employees in transportation and warehousing. Um, out of the six and a half million, about 30% are related to truck driving or trucking in general. So about 1.9 million employees in that area. The industry is made up of, and take that number, now I'm going to compare it to another one, 900 thousand companies 900,000 trucking companies so if compare that that's what two people per trucking company and that's indicative of trucking even worldwide there's a lot of independent operators within or owner-operators within trucking whether it be in North America or Europe or Asia Pacific a lot of individuals want to drive trucks so they go out they purchase a truck they get their commercial driver's license at least here in that's what it's called in the US and they're able to move freight between A and B the challenge that those companies have that employ those drivers is keeping them employed as their employee and not allowing that driver to go somewhere else. Because, as the name implies, they're independent operators, so they're contractors, so they can go anywhere they want. So, if we can help companies retain and that's a big word within trucking driver retention, uh, if we can help those companies retain them. That goes a long way in making sure that. They stay not only in the industry, but they stay happy with the company they're working for, and those companies, and and be productive for those companies. And that's the really the topic that we're going to discuss today is how we can make drivers not only get them in an industry, make them happy for the company they work for, and not have them go somewhere else. Now, one one comment about drivers, and we've heard a lot of this as it pertains to the supply chain is, you know, Supply chain management's come forefront in today's discussions because of the challenges we've had because of COVID. But, and we've talked about how many drivers are needed in the industry. Now, that's not something new that's existed even prior to COVID. Prior to COVID, we had a demand of about fifty to 60,000 drivers still needed in the industry. That's climbed to about eighty, and it's projected to be about 100,000 in the next year if the trend continues the way it is. Drivers are leaving the industry because... Matter of fact, the average age of a driver is around 55 in the mid-50s. Um, so they're getting older and they're you know they're leaving the industry. And then COVID, at the same time, put some restrictions on actual bringing them into the new drivers into the industry. Truck driving schools shut down so that those individuals interested could not get their CDL. Um, and then s- subsequently, those driving classes have been limited as far as number of people can be uh, involved in those classes. So right now, the supply is reduced, but there's this huge demand that's been um, out there and is increasing because of COVID. So we we have this dynamic that hasn't really been seen probably in the, in the history of trucking, at least the last 40 years that we know um, with the number of drivers needed and the lack of supply.
0: Okay. Uh, Steph, any, any comments on that, you know, to just as, as a backgrounder on the truck drivers leaving the industry?
1: I mean, it's incredible, right? Like, I mean, it just blows my mind to think about how many drivers we're currently short with right now. And I think it just kind of all ties back to how important it is to lean on the role of HR, right? To really make sure that truckers um, or deskless workers or non-traditional based workers really do have the tools that they need to do and be their best, right? They have a really challenging job. Um, And I think it's really important to keep employees engaged so they can deliver, you know, kind of the best outcome, um, not only to the firm, but I think, right, for also for their experience, too, so that you have that kind of that winning factor. So it it just blows my mind. And ultimately, I can just, you know, underline and and say that it's um, I feel it. I see it, too. So.
0: Okay. And what can uh, HR managers in trucking companies, I know Tim said at the start that, you know, they're they're very often small companies, but the bigger ones at least are going to have likely HR managers. What can they do to kind of uh, avoid turnover or get in more people or address these challenges?
1: I could just start with a quick story. So I was heading back from a Seattle Kraken game here, which is our Seattle-based hockey team. And I was with my husband and we were on the freeway heading at home. And I and we saw this kind of like um, very shiny, like silver aluminum looking trailer truck. And on the back of it had like a sign-on bonus sign, which I've never seen before. And it really stuck out to me kind of saying like, hey, we're looking for, for truckers and we're offering a sign-on bonus. Please call this number. And so I think, right? Like, not only um, are we all seeing a huge issue, or maybe we've heard or felt it with the kind of great resignation or the great reshuffle, where people are moving jobs more now than ever. Um, you know, we're seeing that there's now having to put sign-on bonus stickers on the back of trucks because you know the demanding jobs in this industry um, are really facing a huge problem with you know how do we how do we lean on You know, HR to help with with, you know, getting truckers into the seats of these trucks and also how are we helping with employee experience? So I'd love to talk a little bit about, you know, the challenges that they're facing and ultimately it's attracting that best talent, right? Like that's really challenging for all industries, not just truckers, but that's a huge issue that they're facing, and I think that um, the best piece of advice I have for truckers or firms within this industry, really for, for anyone, is that leaning on an employee experience platform that really, you know, um, whether you're at a desk or not, as long as you have some kind of an Internet connection, you're able to easily dial in um, and have everything at your fingertips, whether you're easily onboarding as a new employee, you know, using DocuSign, etc. You're easily able to get in and use those um different solution areas um, easily without having to be at a desk right? Whether you're wanting to develop your talent or you're motivating um, your talent or you're rewarding them, I think that's a big issue too, right? right With, you know, increasing retention with the truckers, Um, easily being able to log in from your mobile device and and input your payroll, et cetera. So you're paid on time and if the right pay grade, et cetera. Um, Those are things that HR leaders really need to take account of. And it's really using that kind of employee experience platform um, that's not on-prem, for example, that really needs to be kind of taken heed and and to use to help with, you know, aiding retention, um, mental health, all of those key challenges.
0: Okay. And Tim, the shortages of drivers we're seeing, what kind of impact is that having on the supply chain?
2: Yeah, that... We we kind of boil that down to we, we, we all hear the stories online around how many container ships are sitting off the, the various ports of Los Angeles, for example, or or the uh, we see the empty store shelves or we you know see the price hikes that are going on and inflation going on. A lot of that has to do with the ability to get product into the market and almost everything we consume as an individual is delivered by a truck at some stage of its of its deliver supply chain, so to speak. So the truck drivers themselves, you know, they're integral piece of that. Whether they're working at a port, they're handling it from a long haul standpoint. Like most of the long haul truck driving issues we're talking about here and this, we're trying to retain those. Or they're doing the regular route, short haul uh, type movements. The or the delivery driver that shows up at a front door. This is a it's it's a key area that we have to focus on and understand how to better improve their lifecycle lifestyle and how we can improve their. Um, ability to, um, you know, enjoy their job.
0: Okay. Stephanie, why is a uh, human experience? Why is that so important? You know, given these challenges that are being faced.
1: Tim, I, 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 am going back to these memes I'm seeing of these containers floating around, like in the port off of LA and people are on there. Like, um, what do you call them? They're like water scooter things trying to go out there and like go shopping in the containers. It's cracking me up. Um, So I think for human experience, right, that matters more than ever now. And companies and industries who, you know, don't realize that they're going to have the hardest problems. So with organizations, they really do need a clear picture of their truck driver data. They need to be able to track the sentiment to understand why drivers are leaving. Um, you know, to really understand how to make sure that their pay is competitive, right? Uh, my dad always said, like, beware of of the person who's looking next door to get, you know, a dollar extra an hour. Like, you know, truckers are leaving to get, like, what is it, like 10 cents more a mile. Like, it's, it's a huge thing. And so, I think it's really important to understand the data um, and the sentiment. I think to like, you know, um, tracking trucking specific data in your HR system, like uh, Tim and mentioned before, like driver's license, the vehicle maintenance, and trip details. All those things are really important to have. And without having that human experience um, component to like an employee um, experience platform, like you're not going to be able to understand the sentiment. You're not going to be able to understand, you know, what the the driver might need specifically. I mean, if you think about it, their line to HR is usually through like a dispatcher, right? Like they don't really have that human interaction. And that's really challenging. I think too, like when you're on the road, working a really hard job, you're away from your family, those are things that you really do have to understand um, and pay attention to so that you're not providing confusion or there's no misunderstanding. Like you're getting that feedback in real time. I think that's really important, not only for the driver, but for HR too. And so that all lends a hand back to a human experience.
0: Okay, and for both of you, what kinds of things are they doing to improve culture and engagement to increase productivity and retention? Let's go, let's go with you, Stephanie, first.
1: So I think from a cultural standpoint, I think, you know, when you're alone and you're driving for a long haul, right, it's really important to have that collaboration. So, um, I've seen a lot where organizations, trucking or not, are using social collaboration tools to kind of improve the communication, um, to be able to get, you know, real time uh, information from their managers. Maybe it's their manager sharing like an article that they've read or some kind of like how to tip or something to help with a mental health situation, whatever They're able to share that in an easy collaboration tool uh, where, you know, the trucker or an employee, for example, can get that information um, in real time, maybe when they're taking a break or scrolling through their mobile device, whatever. Um, I think that is something that I've seen that's helped with culture to help you feel connected more so than anything. And then the employee listening tools, right? To really understand all the moments that matter, you know, whether you're coming back from a long break, um, you know, entering the workforce again, maybe you're in a new management role, So the ability to gather the feedback and the insights, maybe through a quick poll, um, through like a polling platform like Qualtrics, for example, all of those kind of give you kind of that pulse, real time feedback, Managers able to reach out to you, to to talk with you, for example. I think all those things are really helping with, you know, improving culture by using, you know, not not so much of an on-premise tool, but a cloud-based HXM platform.
2: Okay, and Tim? Yeah, I think Stephanie hits on a really good point is that if you're not feeling like you're part of the team or part of a, an overall organization, you have a tendency to, to look elsewhere, see if things are greener on their side of the track, so to speak. Um, and what some companies have done is they've invested heavily in the training and learning aspects for the driver. So we had one company that took, you know, one of our tool sets, Hana database, They fed it millions of pieces of data, things around the driver performance, like braking, acceleration, centrifugal forces when they're doing turns, um, and other variables to kind of analyze trends that are happening with their driver. So if they saw that braking was suddenly becoming more, you know, harder braking and harder acceleration, they started to give – those are kind of leading indicators that the driver wasn't happy driving for them. And so they would approach that driver – and provide some coaching and some mitigation. The drivers appreciate that to the extent that they felt invested in, and because they felt invested in by the company, their then you know their driver retention went up um, as the drivers were more happy, feeling like they were part of that team, part of that organization. As Stephanie is saying, is understanding that sentiment, understanding how the, the the driver feels, as well as helping that driver become better at what they do, uh, and investing in that driver feeling like a part of the team. Um, that will help again to improve the the attitude and the uh, uh, the retention of that driver at that company.
0: Okay, very good. And in terms of business outcomes, uh, what does success look like for trucking firms today that have adopted HXM and more employee centered uh, HR strategy?
1: I just think that it's you know it's just so critically important to have you know, good logistics, right? The supply chain strategy has to be right. You have to have the right technology. Um, you can throw a lot of money at trying to solve and make the most amazing experience um, for for the workforce today. But it's really important to also lean on HR leaders and incorporate a really great people first strategy so that the technology is there to back it up. So it doesn't matter how well you track your inventory or how well you plan the routes. It just really matters on how well you're able to communicate and connect with your employees and putting them first I think is so important. So all of this really will translate to a higher employee engagement. It translates to higher productivity Um, when you're having all of those positive experiences, like your company culture ultimately like increases, um, and from there, right. You're going to see an increased retention and then a higher client satisfaction ultimately. So I think, um, you know, as Richard Branson, he said, he's, he said famously, take care of your employees and they'll take care of your business. So that's, that's what I can provide for that one. Tim, I'll hand it over to you.
2: Yeah, I, I I think it's the, that's part, that's absolutely the center of it. Um, trying to, and have the driver enjoy their job maybe and gamify a little bit. You could add those kind of tools in there's you know how's the how's the driver get incented a little bit by performing better on certain metrics compared to the other drivers, making it more enjoyable, fun, kind of like I said, the gamification of it is has been tools that companies have used. Um, following the social media, the, certainly drivers do express themselves on social media. Um, There's actually some famous bloggers out there that actually are drivers that talk about how their experiences are between companies. Following that, making sure that they're kind of on top of the, you know, what's everybody saying out there um, is important. Again, it kind of goes back into, you know, making them feel like, you know, part of the overall community. Now, if you look back, you know, think about when trucking became popular. It was Smokey and the Bandit with Burt Reynolds in the nineteen eighties. If if those if you've been around at that time, and and that's when trucking seemed like fun. It was it was uh, it was a cultural change that was going on. If you know, my dad had a CB in his car so he could listen to truck drivers talking on the radio. Um, we've kind of gone away from that in the last thirty or so years, and so uh, we need to get back to drivers enjoying their job and it's not just a job. And we got to keep them. The other side of that is the drivers, they, they've got to be productive. Um, there's some, there's a trend in the market right now to consider how can we, uh um, compensate a driver who's not working. And what I mean by that is drivers get compensated by based on drive miles under load. So they get paid for the uh, dollar per or whatever per mile under load. So they have to be Moving an actual product, they don't get paid sitting, loading and unloading, or going deadheading between, or you know, their last destination to the next origin. So how do you uh, create a compensation model on top of that that makes them, you know, hey, if I have to sit for three hours, which is not unusual today, waiting to unload, am I getting compensated for doing that? That can lead to a lot of frustration. So uh, you take that frustration out, um, you get a happier driver at the end of the day. So some of the things that are being explored.
0: Okay, Tim, Stephanie, we're coming towards the end of the podcast now. Is there any question I haven't asked that you wish I had or any topic we've not touched on that you think it's important for people to be aware of?
1: I think that you've covered everything on my end, but Tim, I'm happy to pass it over to you to see if there's something that you might want to cover additionally.
2: Okay. So I I do think one of our recent experience with many of our customers has been around driver pay. Um, And it's not so much as whether or not the driver's getting paid enough as whether or not the driver understands how much they're going to make at the end of the day, because they have expenses on the road and they have, they have different moves that they do every day. So just because they're working doesn't mean they make the same amount of money every day. And it doesn't mean that they have the same expenses every day. So every day is different. And, I think it's important that, and what we've done in working with our customers is develop solutions and a solution around that driver settlement. We call it driver settlement, driver payroll, and making sure the driver at the end of the day or during the day knows how much they're making so they can cover They understand how much, can they cover their bills? Do they need to drive more? Can they take vacation? Um, things of that nature. So uh, I, that's, that's an over, understated area that would help significantly in keeping the driver retained at a customer if a customer can present to that driver at the end of the day that driver settlement sheet that says hey by the way after this load this is how much money you're going to be paid given the fact that you have to pay for leases on your truck and you have to pay for some of the fuel maybe you have to pay for some maintenance items on your truck and this is how much money you made um and be able to give that to them in real time that's enormously important and not quite possible um as we have found out with a lot of the customers we're talking to.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Great. Tim, Stephanie, that's been fantastic. Thanks a million for coming on the podcast today. And thanks everyone for joining us. If you want to continue learning more about human experience, check out www.successfactors.com slash workzone. Folks, thanks a million for joining us today. Thank you for listening to the Industry Insights by SAP podcast. If you want to explore our industry portfolio to find the solutions you need to run your business better, faster and simpler, please visit us at sap.com slash industries.